Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. In today's prophecy update, Pastor J.D. discusses his review of articles and studies which have proven the ineffectiveness of masks. Why then are they mandated and why are we still wearing them, you ask? Pastor J.D. believes it is the first step into total government conformity. First, we conform to the mask, then what? Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on July 26, 2020. Today, I'm going to address the mask mandate that is now required both indoors and in outdoor areas where social distancing isn't possible. Over the last several weeks, I've received numerous emails from both local and online members, many of whom have asked to remain anonymous for fear of losing their jobs. Uh, Many of them are in the medical field. So I've taken the time and looked at everything that was sent to me and all the videos I've watched, articles I've read, and research I've done without exception refute the effectiveness of face masks. Now, let me hasten to say that there are those that are wearing face masks today and by no means uh, is this intended in any way to disparage you or discourage you from doing so. But I do want to address this matter because the truth is not only are masks ineffective, in protecting anyone from coronavirus, they can actually make you even sicker and may even result in death. Wow, Pastor. (laughs) Well, this is why I sense from the Lord that it's incumbent upon me to address this and perhaps more importantly, talk about the prophetic significance of this. In order to do that, I'm going to start with a very informative email from a brother here locally. He's actually my go-to guy. He asked that I don't mention his name. He emailed me and, and explained to me why it is that masks don't work. So I want to share that with you. He says, I started thinking about how ineffective 
cloth masks and even N95, N-I-O-S-H approved masks are against the COVID-19 virus. So I thought I might pass on what I found in my research. First, a comparison to get a feeling for virus size. Note, a micron is one millionth of a meter or 1,000 microns in a millimeter. A human hair is 100 micron in diameter. I know nothing of this. A human blood cell is 7 microns in diameter. A bacteria is one half microns on average, and a coronavirus, get this, is one-tenth of a micron. He then goes on to calculate thread count on cloth masks, and the holes in cloth masks, concluding that if the holes were a square, you could stack 7,000 microns vertically and 7,000 horizontally to fill the hole with 49 million viruses packed side by side, top to bottom. You'd have to be pretty sick to spew that many viruses through one hole. But that is just one hole in a mask large enough to cover your nose and mouth. What we have created is a screen door to our house using six inches by six inches weld wire fabric concrete reinforcing wire. Now that's not going to stop any bugs. Now let's look at the N95 NIOSH approved particulate mask. The N means it is not approved for oils. And the 95 means it will stop 95% of any particulate three microns and larger. But we already said that the virus was one-tenth of one micron in diameter. Pictured here is a box of N95 masks with the warning that reads as follows, and I quote, use for certain particles, misuse may result in sickness or death. This is a different brand pictured here. Listen to this warning. This product is an ear loop mask. This product is not, and these are all in caps, a respirator and will not provide any protection against COVID-19 coronavirus or other viruses or contaminants. This on the box. Back on March 31st, Fox News published an article about how the U.S. Surgeon General, Jerome Adams, said, quote, the data doesn't show that wearing masks in public will help people during the coronavirus pandemic. 
What the World Health Organization, WHO, and the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, have reaffirmed in the last few days is that they do not recommend the general public wear masks. He then explained the reasons why. On an individual level, there was a study in 2015 looking at medical students and medical students wearing surgical masks touched their face on average 23 times, Adams explained. We know a major way that you can get respiratory diseases like coronavirus is by touching a surface and then touching your face. So wearing a mask improperly can actually increase your risk of getting disease. Adams also said that the N95 masks aren't as effective for the general public as one might think, saying N95 masks have to get fit tested. As a medical professional, I can't just go out and wear an N95. I have to make sure it's properly fitted and I have the right size in order for it to work properly, he explained. In early March, Dr. Anthony Fauci was interviewed on 60 Minutes and he was asked about wearing masks. The question posed was, quote, There's a lot of confusion among people and misinformation surrounding face masks. Can you discuss that? Fauci responded by saying, quote, The masks are important for someone who's infected to prevent them from infecting someone else. Right now in the United States, people should not be walking around with face masks. The interviewer interrupts Fauci saying, you're sure of that? Because people are listening really not closely to this. Fauci then says, right now, quoting, people have no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing the mask might make people feel a little bit better and might even block a droplet but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. Often, there are unintended consequences because people keep fiddling with the mask and they keep touching their face. Close quote. In addition to masks being ineffective, they can also pose health risks, especially when wearing them for long periods of time. I took the time to compile the information from several sources, many of whom, again, are doctors or nurses, and I want to sort of summarize the conclusions for you. Several studies have found serious health issues from wearing a face mask, such as difficulty breathing, leading to a reduction in blood oxygenation, hypoxia, or an elevation in blood CO2, hypercapnia, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, headaches, 
and other life-threatening complications. To add insult to injury, these drops in oxygen levels are attributed to impairment in immunity, if you can imagine. If this weren't bad enough, both the oxygen deprivation and the immune system impairment create this perfect storm, especially for people with cancer. And here's why. Cancer grows best in a microenvironment low in oxygen. In addition to cancer patients being at an increased risk, so too are those with heart issues by virtue of the prolonged episodes of hypoxia increasing the risk of both heart attacks and even strokes. As I've shared with you in the past, I have asthma and I am unable to wear a mask for any length of period of time. If I do, uh, I end up gasping for breath. I went into the bank and I, I was in there for this, you know, elongated period of time. By the time I got out, I mean, literally, I ripped the mask off my face and I'm just gasping for breath. You know, I've often said that I'm a, a very blessed <laughs> pastor. I, many online members have sent me, uh, in fact, I, I want to show you what one online member sent me. It's, a, it's an asthma mask. Check this out. It says it right on there, asthma mask. I had another online member send me exemption and legal rights cards. I want to talk about that in a moment. But there are those like myself that are supposed to be exempt, right? And we're not even required to disclose our medical condition under the Americans with Disabilities Act, ADA. But (laughs) no mask still means no entry. And (laughs) here's this screenshot of these cards that another online member sent me. One card is notice of legal rights to not wear a mask, and the other one is notice of legal rights to not receive a vaccination. So I carry them with me. Yeah. For the online member that sent that to me, thank you so much. I'd like to get another 100,000 of them if I could. (laughs) So the face mask card states, quote, I am exempt from any mandates and or policies requiring me to wear a face mask. Wearing a face mask poses a serious health risk to me. Under the ADA and HIPAA, you are not legally allowed to inquire about my medical conditions, and I am not required to disclose any further details. So there. It doesn't say so there. Organizations, get this, 
And businesses can be fined up to $75,000 for the first violation of the ADA and up to $150,000 for subsequent violations. Also, the back of the card has info (laughs) to report a violation. I know what you're thinking. Have you tried to use this? Not yet. (laughs) Not yet. I have to confess, I, I haven't used it yet. But I'll be sure to let you know what happens if and when I do. Uh, I think they still allow one phone call, so I'll uh, let you know. In all seriousness, we have a serious question that needs to be answered, and the question is this. If masks don't protect you, and can even cause serious health problems, then why are we being forced to wear them? I know you're not going to like this answer, and the reason I know you're not going to like this answer is because I don't like this answer. I need to warn you that the image I'm going to put up on the screen is a little disturbing, so either close your eyes or turn away. But face masks are a symbol of slavery, silencing, and submission. And I believe the mandate is to gauge the willingness of the masses to comply and be controlled by preconditioning. The imposed restrictions have been met with little to no objections, as the masses have essentially acquiesced to the mandate. It seems that many have made drastic lifestyle changes under the banner of a coming vaccine, which is being touted as the golden ticket, if you will, to get one's life back, to get one's freedom back. Sadly, the masses will clamor for said vaccine out of utter exasperation and desperation so as to be given back that which was taken from them in the first place. Oh, I can't wait to not have to wear a mask. However, there will be those who refuse it, which will then lead to a system of validation vis-a-vis certification in the form of a vaccine identification. We've talked about this in depth over the last several weeks. Absent this proof of vaccination, you will not get your life back. And you will be required to continue wearing a face mask in public. You know what's interesting about that? Prior to this coming vaccine, wearing masks was a symbol of compliance. Oh, I mean, I went for a walk the other day with my little doggy buddy. And we're crossing the crosswalk. I'm not wearing a mask. 
beautiful sunny day, just praising the Lord. Thank you, Lord. This is good. It's good for me to get out from behind the computer and just, you know, breathe fresh air and work on my tan. (laughs) So here comes this guy on a bike with a mask. And he's giving me stink eye. Have you had this happen? Oh yeah, I mean it's, it's, you don't, you're not wearing, you are endangering the public safety and health of the community. I mean, and and he looks, hey, where's your mask? He says it to me twice. Hey, where's your mask? Hey, where's your mask? And then I just ignored him. And I continued walking. And then he started mumbling. I couldn't hear him because he was wearing a mask. (laughs) Wearing a mask prior to the vaccine is compliance, but when there's a vaccine, it's no longer compliance, it's defiance. How about that? You know, there's actually those who are uh, now labeling people anti-vaxxers, anti-maskers. Well, that's a thing. Now again, when, not if, the vaccine is available, as we're being told, there will be those who refuse the vaccine and the mask, which will then restrict them from buying goods and services, basic goods and services. So this would mean that they would have to either wear the mask when they go through the checkout or do what I do, just I I make my wife go to the store. (laughs) Now, that might be sustainable for a period of time. However, it wouldn't be long before they would be forced to comply. And it's very likely that at that time, it will then become the mark of the beast, as we've talked about, that we're told about in the book of Revelation chapter 13. Now, we don't know exactly when or even exactly how this will happen, but what we do know from Bible prophecy is that this will happen. For those who might be skeptical with respect to this scenario, may I just kindly ask that you consider the following. I want to start with this very interesting YouTube video that was posted last Thursday. It was a heated vaccine debate between Robert Kennedy Jr. and Alan Dershowitz It was moderated by Patrick Bet David on his YouTube channel. He started by playing a clip from a previous podcast interview with Alan Dershowitz, which we actually covered in the update back on May 24th. In it, Dershowitz stated, and I quote, You have no constitutional right to endanger the public and spread the disease, even if you disagree. 
The Bible, though written long ago, is inspired by our Creator. God chose to speak His truth through ordinary men, but these men had their eyes fixed on their Heavenly Father. Their words hold a great deal of meaning for us in our world today, and maybe more so in the times we're in. Much of the activity of this world is mirrored in the pages of the Bible and is pointing to a new era that we need to be aware of. In Pastor J.D.'s weekly Mideast Prophecy Updates, he's been searching the scriptures and the news headlines and sharing with us what he's found. You can access these updates by heading to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and clicking on the YouTube link. Jesus will be returning to the earth soon to judge the evil that has been destroying it. And that return, friends, is drawing closer with each new day. Pastor J.D. tells us through these updates each week where we are in relation to Bible prophecy and how close our Savior's return just might be. No one knows the day or the hour this incredible event will take place, but we know from the Bible that we've been told what to expect in the moments leading up to this event. If we adopt a sense of anticipation in our daily walk with Jesus, we'll also gain with it an urgency to share the gospel message with the world around us. We're called to unashamedly boast about our Savior and plant the seed of hope which Jesus promises to water. Share Jesus with someone today and join us for another edition of the Mideast Prophecy Update right here on In Spirit and Truth.